Hello and welcome to Sometimes Video Games. I'm your host, Adam. And this is a podcast where sometimes we talk about video games. Uh, today, as usual, I'm joined by the lovely Charlie. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. I'm glad. <laughs> you didn't sound sure there. You sounded very uncertain. Oh, I would describe that. Isn't it always an uncertain question? I feel like if you ever ask someone how they are, the answer is always going to be, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you know, it's all right, I guess. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and also, as per usual, by Louis, how are you doing today? All right, but, but forget about that shit for a minute. I found the winning combo today. So, oh, God. bro, 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 so... We've, we've all had a full English, well, I feel like most of us have had a full English, full English right? Maybe. In life or today specifically? Well, I mean, I've had one today specifically, but we've had one, right? Just in general. At least, at least those two have, those two have. I've been known to have one, I've been known to have one. Now, I found a new game-changing combo. Sure. Can I just say, before you say it, I'm loving the energy you're bringing to this. He's <laughs> so excited. You've got such an excitable energy about the full English that I can only respect. I'm telling you, okay. the new combo is full English, mm. but with mayo, dude. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, you need to try it. Uh... It's... What, what is it oh. about the mayonnaise in particular that you think adds to a full, uh, a full English? Well, I thought I like mayonnaise. Mm. I'm, I'm having a full English, so. But what do you put it on? What do you put it on particularly? Do you, do you say like remove the like the I tomato have, sauce the, or the? I have the squirty stuff, so I squ- just squirted it all over. On everything. Oh my God. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, that's sure. Uh... <laughs> Moving swiftly. You, you, you said winning combination, and you came with mayonnaise as part of it, now, fam. No, his winning combination was solely mayonnaise. Like, there's nothing yeah, else it was, involved. It was, just mayonnaise. it was the thing we all have, also mayonnaise. I don't know if that's ever. <laughs> it's just not. There's no doubt. I combined the two things together. It's like, hey guys, hey guys, have you ever eaten food before? Well, I've got a winning combination here. Try food. <laughs> With mayonnaise. With mayo. <laughs> That's just so weird. Uh, fuck. Anyway, uh, we're also joined by uh, a member of the Tangled Shire, one of the founding members, or the fa- the founding member. Yes. The Tangled Shire, Destiny Two gaming community, um, known as Ark, or also Alex. How are you today? Ah, uh, I'm doing pretty swell here. Just you know, chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. So I, the first thing that comes to, to mind, and this is something that I've I've um, I've heard, I've read a lot about. Um, yeah. Because uh, you're, you're American, I can tell by the accent. Um, I I am. Yeah. <laughs> so when someone says, "How are you today?" How do you feel about that? How because because as we just had the conversation in in England, when someone says, "How are you?" the answer is always, "Yeah, I'm fine." I I mean it's really the same over here in America, but I mean usually. People will just say like I'm good over mm. I'm fine. It, it's really just preference. I, I feel sure. like in the more north it would be fine, and then south it's good. Uh, it's pretty I interesting. I see. Well, in I, in I, the I, UK, go on there. Sorry. In in the UK, we also have this thing which we I like to refer to as the respectful nod. Oh yeah, I assume everyone. <laughs> I assume people in America have like a nod. Oh yeah. 
How do you feel about Louis' killer combination of food plus mayonnaise? I don't do you like think it, it was as, re as, as revelatory as he made out? Mm, I, I think, yeah, it's really a good thing that he was so hyped up and excited for his combination, but, but personally, I don't, I don't know about putting mayonnaise on anything, really. Have you, I mean, have you had I, a full English before? Do you know what a full English <clears throat> breakfast is? Would that, would that just be like a, a, a bagel type thing? No, oh, so the full English. Oh, no. This is this is oh, why oh. I wanted to ask because I I know American oh. don't Americans don't tend to have the full English breakfast. So the full English English breakfast tends to be a a cooked breakfast uh, okay. of kinds. Um, with now now here's just what I can I can observe on the first Google image that's here. We have uh, some fried eggs, some sausages, some bacon, or as uh, I believe uh, Americans think our bacon is Canadian ham. Um, with some other stuff like mushrooms, we've got black pudding on this one, which is a sort of sausage made oh. of blood. Black um, pudding's the best part, man. Fried tomatoes and some baked beans on there. Yeah, that just sounds like a good breakfast. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it is. It typically is just a, a breakfast full, and you'll, you'll you'll typically have toast with it as well. Um, it is typically yeah, just know, a, well, a good breakfast. Well, what I have with my full English is that I have a slice of bread Mm. And I have a slice of fried bread. Okay. And the mayonnaise is going on the bread, right? No. <laughs> no did oh. you not hear what I said? Oh. So he's just put mayonnaise on the fried on eggs, the everything. sausage, the bacon, the mushrooms, oh. the tomatoes, the black pudding, and the baked beans. <laughs> I I mean, the sausage, that sounds okay, but mm, yeah, the fine. eggs, I don't know. Eggs and mayo is fine. It, like, it's how you make like, yeah, egg, egg salad and stuff like that. That's it's. I mean, fried eggs is is like it's, it's usually not fried eggs, but I, yeah, the mayonnaise on the baked beans sounds a bit. Oh, do you know what I tried <laughs> um, a few weeks ago as well from the the local butty shop? Yeah. Uh, for context, Ark, a butty is um, on, you, is you've what got we... a local butty shop. You have a shop that only sells butties. Mm. It, that's a thing up north, dude. It's a it's a thing up north. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Think of a subway, but the sandwiches aren't as long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, we call it a butty because it's slang for bread that is bu bread that is buttered. Hmm. Well, obviously, a butty is just a sandwich. It's just a sandwich. It's for, just a sandwich, but for, also for, for on for regular context. bread and not on like subway bread. So it's basically no. he's walked into his local subway, which only does short subs. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of and the story is and ordered ordered a uh, a large bacon and sausage mm. with red and brown sauce. So red is tomato ketchup. Brown sauce. I don't know how to explain that to an American. It's just brown sauce. <laughs> it's it's just sauce <laughs> and it's brown. It's just brown. Dude. It's it just brown, brown sauce. Yeah, because like, like when you say tangy, sauce, it's, it's very bad, tangy like... sauce. Yeah. Like brown sauce, I can kind of envision the flavor because over here it's like it's it would be like barbecue but without the barbecue kind of. <laughs> I guess we have barbecue as well though, so like it's slightly right. it is different to barbecue. I guess it's more. Yeah, because I, I can kind of just like envision how a brown sauce would taste. Thing is, brown sure. sauce is a very acquired taste. Like the first people, when people try it for the first time, they're like, it's just a bit too much. I think I felt like it was a bit too much when I had it. Isn't it? What's Worcestershire sauce? Is that the same as brown sauce? No, that's another different thing. Worcestershire sauce. So that's is another, the thing another you different add on brown sauce. Toast. 
I feel like I feel like I'm just forcefully attacking Alex here with my British cult with our British no. culture. It's I, funny. I'm I'm very interested. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's good. Um, we get up at four a.m. every morning. We go to mill, work till <laughs> work till eleven at night, and then we come home and say hello to Mrs. Why does this vegetable full English breakfast, vegetarian full English breakfast that I've seen on Google Images have spaghetti on it? Yeah, yes. Oh, I'm not okay with this. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a weird one. Sorry, I'm I'm on the Google image searches for full English breakfasts yeah. and it's not it's not worked. In 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 contrast here, we've seen what an American breakfast is next to it, which at this point is just pancakes covered in syrup with eggs <laughs> next to it. And it looks yeah, like yeah. But Adam, 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 sausage? Adam. Imagine that if you put mayonnaise on top of it. Oh. Mind blowing. Oh. Big oh. plays. No. no. I I have had like I remember I asked I went to like a place. I wasn't even in America. I think it was in Denmark and they uh, they did like American pancakes. I was like, I don't know mm. what the fuck that is. Let's let's try it. Sure. So I got served I got served a stack of pancakes with syrup and ba- and like bacon. And bacon. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, whoa, what do you, why syrup and bacon? <laughs> is that such, I don't think that's such a weird, I've had that before. Although the thing that really um, confused me was chicken and waffles. And I was yeah. like, what What the hell do you mean? And I had it, uh, uh, there's a pub that does it near me. But I mean, to be fair, the pub does it really terribly. It's really dry chicken and it's like, po- like potato waffles. And I'm like, this yeah. is terrible. But I kind of understood what, it's like the sweet and salty thing that, that is, is it that happens a little bit, yeah. And they'll usually have honey mustard served with it. See, honey mustard sounds good. They didn't have they they actually just had maple syrup, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it was an it was an it was a bizarre meal that I ended up with. Definitely. Like, I still don't quite understand chicken and waffles. I, feel like, they, but, I feel like they just heard about it and just thought and just tried to recreate it to the best of their ability. <laughs> it's just some fried I mean, chicken it's on a waffle. Still right? Just a weird to have for breakfast. <laughs> Like fried chicken and waffles. Oh, it wasn't for breakfast. It was just really... a, it was just a, a meal that they they had in general. Gotcha. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have gone for I, I, fried chicken for breakfast is already quite mad. Hey, that's a Tuesday yeah. for me. Let's go. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, if you're getting takeout, like if you're getting fried chicken the night before, I am I am having some of those wings in the morning. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. That's not I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's the same as how you'd have, like, cold pizza if, you, if you've got oh, some yeah. leftover pizza from the night before or or whatever, as long as you pizza don't... Pizza for breakfast yeah. is nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, microwaved pizza when you're when you're having it on a hangover is so good. <laughs> uh, Arxlin would not... Alex, you wouldn't know about that, would you? No, I, I don't think I would. <laughs> you wouldn't know about... So... Oh, Okay. So, for context, Alex is eighteen, which in our country drinking oh, would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Drinking would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Mm. However, twenty one over here. How do you feel about that? When you when you hear uh, that, like we can drink at the at, at your age, but you're like, I can't. I'm not well legally can't anyway. I guess. I mean, it, it really just r- remember not to implicate yourself in any crimes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Or, if, right, or, if right. or if you want to say, I heard one of my friends say one. Allegedly, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, um, really, it, it it's weird that there is that age difference between different countries. But 
each each country has grown up saying like okay it's this certain age and really there hasn't been any change or push for uh you know uniformity across you know, different parts of the world mm. so it's it's just completely normal for me to be like okay at 21 yeah i can i can drink then or i can go out and buy a drink but and you know where you guys are it's uh 18 you said right well the, yep. the age of the age you can go and buy buy alcohol is 18 but you can drink alcohol um younger than that if you're in a restaurant with a meal hmm yeah, with your like, family that's, and stuff that's like that. normal. Like, sure, if I if I had tried it before, I would be like, okay, yeah, that's not cool. I might want to go over there and get a drink, but <laughs> it, it's not too big of a deal. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it isn't anyway, because, like, I mean, this is to implicate myself in some crimes here. Uh, I know, well, not myself, because I, I, I tended not to drink when I was younger. I was very... Um, you know, I was against it at that point, but like I know loads of people who drunk before they were the age of eighteen over here, so it's not like it's a big deal, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> when I was when I was at the University of Salford, I actually came into a contact with a lot of American students. All right. Yeah, who all thought it was pretty awesome that they could drink. Mm. <laughs> I've gone to university and now I can drink. Wow. Honestly, nights out in Manchester are so good. Mm. When when you're a student, especially, dude, I used to go out and get Jaeger bombs for like on on Saturday nights. They were doing Jaeger bombs for ninety nine p. Jesus Christ! And on Tuesdays, which is like the student nights, they were doing any vodka mixer for ninety p. That's good. That. That's oh my good. god, nineteen year old me was all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so Alex, will you tell us a bit about yourself, about, about what it is that you do at the Tangled Shire? Yeah, so uh, back on Destiny 2 release, because the Tangled Shire is a Destiny 2 community, mm. and that's pretty much the game that I, I enjoy playing a lot, uh, made a clan and wanted to expand it because the game developers will limit the clan roster to 100 people. Okay. So... You have to make like multiple and then have a community server to bunch them all in so everyone can talk to each other. I uh, made the Tangled Shire and it has been pretty much up and running since then. And basically, you know, all the, the Discord settings and stuff I mess with, bot, bot stuff, and really just try and encourage activity in the community. And then I personally run uh, teaching raids in the game. And it it's fun to interact with all the people who just joined and have never really ran a raid before and be like, hey, I'm the founder and I'm going to teach you how to do this super hard activity and it'll be fun. <laughs> sure, sure. So, so you kind of, you say it was from the, the, the day of release as well, like the day of Destiny. Oh, yeah. you, you're on the, did you play the original Destiny at all? Uh, I I played a lot of D1, but I was pretty young at the time, so I, I wasn't really big in the community mm. scene. <laughs> so what what drew you to Destiny 2? What made you want to start this, like, the day Destiny 2 dropped? Um, really, at uh, near the end of Destiny 1, I had found, like, I need a consistent group of people, friends, to just chill, play the game with. Because my friend group at the time, they were all playing Call of Duty. Sure. Uh it was, I mean, it's it's fun, but I just didn't really, because I had been playing Destiny One for a very long time at that point, and it was it was my game. I love that game, so I I really wanted to go and try to make a community 
myself in that way it could be more oriented to like friendly because with a lot of destiny 2 communities there there's drama in all sorts of places but i try to keep that minimized and focus on everyone's you know chill we're here to play the game have fun have a good time so that that is what that was really my goal when i went to try and set it up oh just touching up on that a second because as a destiny 2 player myself like i i brought oxen here today for context because i am a part of his community community and one thing i've noticed about destiny specifically is that there there seems to be a lot of elitism within the game a little bit sure would you would you say that's somewhat true uh definitely for sure um (laughs) when it comes to things like elitism and well pretty much just games in general Mm. once you get to more like high-end content or you're trying to go for really big things it it's not exactly toxicity, but it, it, it can come off a bit rude when you're like, okay. So, there, there, I mean, there's two really forms. It's just like one is you need to require a minimum amount of, like, power or experience to join their fire team. And that can come off a bit rude to players who don't meet that requirements. But then some, a lot of people actually, go a step further and they're like, okay, <laughs> you don't have that. So you're bad. But, you know, that's not necessarily true. Not everyone can play at the same level as other mm. people. And uh, game time, experience, all that is really just, you know, how you play video games in general. And quite frankly, um, not, not everybody wants to play at that, that level of experience. For as well. sure, like, yeah. I don't know about Destiny, but I've been in lots of different uh, communities that I've also run or uh, just been a part of. And like, so for example, I play Final Fantasy fourteen, which is an MMO, mm-hmm. uh, similar, I, not similar to Destiny, but it's sort of in the same realm. Um, and there are loads of people that play Final Fantasy fourteen for lots of different reasons. Some people will play it to do all of the hardest content and 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 go crazy into it that way. Some people no. just want to join a community and have fun and make cool outfits and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, everyone's playing the games for different reasons, but when it comes to, like, the elitists and elitism and just games in general, it's just, I feel like a lot of the just base requirements to join those higher level activities comes off as just rude and elitist to other people, and then that really just starts and, like, instigates conflict between just, you know, your casual player Mm -hmm. who just really enjoys the game and plays when they can and have free time to play and then the people who are just on the game at all times i saw a um it was a it was a tweet recently it's a video from one of the um from a from a, a like a, a clip of youtube or something like that can't remember his name he's in the fighting game community he's called max something can't quite remember his name but he he's talking about um fighting games and, and guilty gear strive and because that's just come out and about how people are being really elitist there, and it, and it happens in in all games that are competitive, in 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 that sense. Um, yeah, he was talking about how like these games don't exist without your casual audience. Like Guilty Gear Strive, this brand new game that's just come out, would not exist. It would not have sold three hundred thousand units if like casual gamers wanted didn't want to play it. So. You need to like lay off casual games a little bit. Like people, people play casual games. People play the game how they want. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, it, it is it is interesting that we bring up the topic of elitism and stuff like that, uh, especially this early on. Is that like, especially in competitive games, it just it just exists and it's a permanence, uh, like it's a thing that just com- completely surrounds like all at the, at the higher level. Well, I don't I don't actually know if it's the high level, but I think it's like the sort of mid high level. Yeah. So like the people yeah. who are the best at the game typically don't really care if they're casual players. They're kind of like fine with it. But it's the people who are like mid high who think they're the best at the game. Who are kind of like, yeah. oh, your shit, you've got no this, that, the other. Like, wow, that, put, that puts us in a bad light, Ark. <laughs> we, we, we are kidding, of course. So how oh, do I, you I deal think with that? Because like, what I was going to say, because I think it's the thing, as someone who plays like all of these type of games casually, mm. like, Louis and Adam will know this, but like, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. When yeah. it comes to when it comes to a game like Destiny or a fighting game like Smash or anything else, like I will play it as casual as possible. And That's I feel true. like and I feel like something like like when me and Lou have played Destiny in the past, like when we played it a while back, like I didn't experience what I experience most of the time when I play with someone who is actually high level at something, mm. where there's like a level of condescension about it. <laughs> sure. Whereas I'm just there to just piss around and have fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whereas I never experienced that with Louis, and I suspect it's probably the same with you are. With the uh, with my community, I really try to, you know, d- downplay that level of you need to have this to do this, because mm. uh, I I'm invite really anyone who plays at all to my community, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> you've never done you know like this high end activity before. Do you wanna do you wanna come learn? Do you wanna come learn and try it? And there a lot of people are actually just really scared to go into it because they've come from places where they're seeing like LFG posts online that is like, you must have this, you must have this. And I'm just like, no, come, come join. You don't mm. need anything. I'll, you know, uh, I will sit there and, you know, teach to the best of my ability for like two, three hours and just wait, sit there with them until they can get it done and they can, uh, you know, they feel comfortable in there without trying to, you know, downplay them or be condescending at all. I I enjoy teaching a lot of the high end content. Sure. Yeah. Now speaking speaking of like all this open invitation, I'm actually gonna see if I can go back to the first message I ever sent mm-hmm. okay. to to you in the DMs because at the time you were because rec- the way I found Tangle Chaya, you were recruiting for a clan that was called Nokori, which has since been rebranded to Time Lost Exiles, I think. <clears throat> That sounds right. And oh my god, dude, this, this is so cringy. It's like, uh, uh, hey, apologies for the long paragraph, but I was wanting to join a de- uh to join a Destiny clan of yours, but wasn't sure which one. My main interest, uh, like most people, is to do raid dungeon content on a weekly basis. However, I am not a particularly skilled player, and I don't want to drag good players down. For instance. I'm un- I'm unable to even finish dungeon solo. I have multiple clears in every raid minus Crown of Sorrow. Know all the encounters pretty well. Just a cl- I just want to know which client, if any, would be best suited to myself so that I can meet my own needs but also meet the needs of other clan members. Thank you for your time. Because I remember, because I thought you had so many clans. Like, I wonder if like you separated players based on their level of skill. I had no idea how you did yeah. that server until I realized that you literally just let anybody join. Mm-hmm. So do you get a lot yeah. of messages like that? Do you get a lot of people coming and saying, oh, I'm not very good at the game. Uh, yeah. Am I okay to join this server? Because 
uh, obviously you know, from from the viewpoint of other games like that's kind of the point of why you join stuff like that like in final fantasy the the point the reason why you join fcs which is the same as like guilds and stuff is because is because you want to like just meet other people or get better or you know that sort of thing and they're kind of very welcoming to it i don't know whether like loads of people message you and say i'm not very good and i don't know what what to join like is it that different in destiny do people struggle to find places if they're not as um accomplished players i mean the the thing with destiny is there's a lot of clans and communities looking to get more members but with most of them they 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 just really ignore their new members and consider them just an extra number mm. and don't actually try to help them through activities or play with them at all. They're just a person that's in the clan that's in the discord with the people who message me. I can, I can tell pretty much almost which communities they've come from. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no worries. Uh, you, you, there's no requirements to join as long as you enjoy playing the game, you know, you talk a good bit. And if you have to take, you know, like mm. week, two weeks, three weeks, month just let us know and you're good uh <laughs> and then i'll try and you know it's it's hard to remember everyone for sure of course but uh how many do you have i'll way? scroll through uh the community is currently sitting at 2600 active players which is which is a hundred percent why it will be difficult to 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 remember yeah. everyone. well I'm like okay you, you just joined recently you want to run a raid sometime hmm. <clears throat> well that's the, that's the thing like we have um like multiple people willing to do the same thing. Like I, I really enjoy doing teaching runs. I even like got a but like five random people from another LFG <laughs> server, but brought them to that the our community server and just taught them how to do one of the raids. And I did this the other. I just did this the other week because I find I what I enjoy in a teaching run is is kind of the challenge in a way because when you when you've done an activity so many times it just becomes so simple or so second nature that you can just you can just mm. perform the actions without even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I got so, that with, with with Smash <clears throat> at the end of it because I mean Lou will know, but I don't know if, if anyone else knows that. Back in I think it was like a few years ago, I ran a, a Smash community in in a town, which is obviously. Like in real life, at that point, it was it was people who came around, but and we did tournaments and stuff like that. It was a pretty. It, it could be quite competitive at times. Uh, well, we we had up getting some really good players. Mm. Yeah, we had some of the best players in the country come down. Uh, we also had a couple of people who who were competing for some of the best players players in the country in, in their like top ten sets and stuff like that. Um, even one person who beat the best player in the country from our thing, which that video is still online somewhere. It's great. Uh, <laughs> But um, it it's uh, yeah, it, it's 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 how do you get the mixture of is what I I, I think I, I want to ask next is like how do you deal with the mixture of people who are genuinely very good at the game, or or not so good at the game? Because when I was running that community, it was it's slightly difficult because that was more um IRL focused and more tournament focused, right. um. But it, there are obviously some people who are going to be weaker than the others. There are some people who are not going to be as good or as interested. Um, how do you keep them engaged? How do you how do you go? It's okay. You don't have to be as good as the best player we have. You can just be your own. Right. So with uh, just communities in general, you know, it's it's always a good thing to be competitive and have a competitive aspect. 
But when it comes to like close or tighter knit communities, uh, everyone's skill level is completely different, like you were saying. But with Destiny 2, it, it's okay to just play the game casually for sure mm. and play for fun. Like really any other game, I, I think, you know, you should just play the game that you enjoy and do what you enjoy doing in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's just me though. <laughs> and then um, really uh, that, that balance and keeping, you know, but not only the higher level players engaged, but also the people who are more relatively new or just don't play as often mm. at the same time. Like I, I, this, this is, I'm going to, I'm a little lost in thought here, but we're going to take a step to the side. <laughs> no, get lost in so thought. That's there's, the point of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, there, there's cliques, right, in groups of people who only play with your group of people in every community. That's always a thing. But I try and encourage everyone to, you know, extend a hand at some point and be like, hey, you know, anyone want to join for this activity? And with Destiny, the game itself and the way it's set up, it makes it really easy to go out of your way and do that. Because let's say you have like a group of six really close friends and one of them's like working that night. You can, you know, look for one person to fill in for that, uh, the person working for an activity. And then that's another really good way to, you know, talk to someone you really never talked to before at all in the same community and extend your, you know, your group of friends mm -hmm. uh, with, with a lot of communities. It's just like, okay, gonna going to play with this group and only this group. And if they're not online, I'm not going to play the game. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. But I, I do try and just encourage engagement. And it's in like the announcements. I'm like, yo, you know, don't forget to play with other people it's it's fun <laughs> yeah i look i remember that like i'm pretty sure they they've left now like i remember there was um there were a couple of groups that that like just played of people that just played with each other right within the tangled chair i remember there was also do you remember that there was like a guy called skitsy or whatever and i bring right. up his name because obviously there was uh some interesting things involving him in regards to him being accused of cheating, which didn't actually happen. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just brought him up because he, he, and I remember another, a couple of users like Moonfang and uh, Heck Q8, like they were, they were in the Tangled Shire, but only played within their little group. Yeah. Which, and Ark, I know Arkson's fine with that, but I can sometimes see that as. Because I've always wanted to help foster this community ever since the day I joined. Like, when I first joined the community, I didn't even intend to stay. I intended to... <clears throat> I intended to be in the like be in this community until my friends decided they wanted to play the game again. And then by the time they wanted to play the game again, it turns out I didn't want... It turns out I just didn't want to leave. Is <laughs> <laughs> it invite them here? <laughs> uh, a couple of them... A couple of them are, but I... I think we we had a little bit of a falling out with some of them, oh. and you know things just um, yeah we we kind of we kind of went our separate ways a little bit. That makes but sense. a couple of them got in touch with me again recently and were like, "Yo, we, we, we want to do want to we want to raid with you again." <laughs> so I sent them to the Tangle Chair. One of them was that the user five. Oh, hey, he's pretty cracked. I've enjoyed playing with him. Yeah. And speaking of, of like, 
getting new new members in the server. We we rescued a, a homeless gamer <laughs> from the streets of Destiny Two PCLFG the other day. Would you like to tell that story, Ark? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're trying to run a raid called Deepstone Crypts, and we only have three people. It was a uh, Berticus, so Louis and uh, me. And then we had another person, his name's King Pytha, and he wants to get a read title. So no one, no one's really interested in doing Deepstone Crypt at the moment because we're trying to do a hard challenge. So I can't let it be a teaching run, unfortunately, because this challenge is really, really intensive on the mind. Mm. It's, it's, I, I'm, my head's hurting thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so we head over to Destiny 2 PC LFG, right? And look for three, and all three of them don't don't have a clan, okay? So so after we complete the raid, two of them I I offered them you know a place here because they they're using Destiny PC LFG. They don't have a clan. They could be solo players. They could enjoy the LFG experience, but it's it's always good to try and welcome really anyone you play with who needs a community into your community if possible because having a Having a community and getting to know the people in it, mm. it makes it just makes the game more enjoyable than having to play with randoms on voice every day. Maybe people you don't really know, don't interact with, you can't really click with because you'll really probably never play with them again. So <laughs> the person we the third person, his name was Issa J. And he, he was pretty cracked. He was pretty cracked. And he was really just lighting up the raid team the whole time. So I offered him a spot in the clan, and he gladly accepted, and he was <laughs> very happy that he... Uh... I'm so surprised he didn't already yeah. have a clan. I'm so surprised he didn't already have a clan, dude. Honestly, he is very, very funny. Very, very cool guy. Chill, and just hopped right into the community, started being active, and he is a funny guy. Great gamer. <laughs> sounds good it sounds similar to um so that's a like to final fantasy the person who runs the the fc that i'm in um mm -hmm. she is famous for uh and i'm going to say this in air quotes but you can't see it because it's a podcast is uh famous for kidnapping people <laughs> um, and so whenever she she sees someone and i have been there when this has happened when she sees someone who isn't in a in a, in a fc or guild she just goes Oh, hey you like turns <laughs> to them slowly like so you're not in a guild would you like to be yeah <laughs> and this guy is like uh i guess because <laughs> like so the thing with and i don't know whether it's similar in destiny but the thing with final fantasy and guilds is that like you can you can join one very easily if you just stand in one of the main cities people will be shouting it and say join our guild join our guild Join yeah. our community. They'll be like they'll be like town criers, effectively. Essentially, yeah, like town <laughs> criers, just going, "Come join our group." Um, but no, that doesn't really get you anywhere, does it? Let's be fair. If you just like approach random people and say, "Come join our group," it doesn't work. But if you get matchmaked with people, if if like you you jump mm -hmm. into a dungeon and you get made to match with those people, and then you talk to them, and then you like in, in, encourage them, and and you know build that bond and then turn around to them and go so do you yeah. want to join a group so unfortunately in destiny what that would ha what would just happen there is you just get b 
blocked by every person yeah. you mess with. You just get blocked. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, and the way you made it sound, you made it sound like dungeons and raids have like a matchmaking feature. Uh, yeah, so in Final Fantasy, um, when you do... But all dungeons and, and raids and stuff like that have, yeah, like not matchmaking, but you get paired with people who are also queuing up for, for that dungeon or raid. Um you can also do it as a party. So obviously you go, I want to play with four people. I'll just have a four person party and go in there um, or whatever. But like, yeah, if you're just doing dungeons on your own, you'll get paired with four or with three other people because you need specific classes. You need two DPS, you need a tank and you need a healer. Oh. So then anyone who's a, if you're a DPS, then any other DPS tank and healer who's queuing for that same event is going to jump in with you. And then at that point, that's the chance where you can like build bonds with people, and and I, I've done it not not through the same way of going. Do you want to join a group or whatever? But like, I've been paired with people like the same person multiple times because clearly we've been doing the same content or something like that. And going, hey, you know, like let's just chat, let's make friends, let's whatever, you know. Yeah, that's kind of the joy of like MMOs, I guess. At that point, and this is this is I don't I never played MMOs before Final Fantasy, and I was I was sort of you know encouraged to do it by by people that i knew but um yeah like the joy of it is that you can just talk to people and people are kind of happy to receive that stuff i'm not sure if destiny's the same um because i know it's slightly different the way it's focused yeah. it's more um because it i final fantasy is more of a traditional mmo like world of warcraft or something like that where you, you know mm -hmm. the, the focus is on not just on combat but on like lifestyle i guess well, the way Destiny works is that it's it's like they, they try to... Because they didn't really have an identity at first. It's like they tried to combine elements of an MMO, but with a first-person shooter, and they kind of created this whole idea of... Uh, and it kind of created the whole idea of a looter shooter. Mm. Or what a... Well, or, exactly, or it created the idea of what a looter shooter exactly is. Sure. Which was something which was like which had like mmo like activities builds and classes but but was still a shooter it was still a shooter game mm. and and its main focus was primarily on the on the guns and the stuff like that than than the overall builds yeah yeah sure so <clears throat> and also like destiny for for raids and dungeons and stuff it does not have a matchmaking feature for for the higher end content of the game so mm. the way you find people has to be through either being that guy who just spam messages everyone they see in their tower instance sure. <laughs> uh, the tower being the the hub world of destiny 2 mm. or by going on to discord and trying really? to recruit people on discord or the bungie website forums that's surprising because so so final fantasy has the, the obviously you get instantly matched with people but for higher end content it also has party finder uh which is a feature that like so if someone's doing specifically high-end content or they're doing content to grind and farm like mounts or specific weapons or whatever uh, you can go into the party finder, which is in the game itself, and there would be someone saying, "Oh, hey, I want to do, um, I want to do this specific raid like ten times, and I'm waiting for like eight more people to join me, or like seven more people to join me, or whatever." Um, and then you can all just jump into that together. So, like, I guess that's kind of a an interesting parallel there is that like you can just do it in game in Final Fantasy. You can just be like. Yeah. Hey, there's this thing there for you, and obviously it's a one-off thing, and you don't need to like 
you, you don't need to be friends with anyone, but, you know, if everyone's busy, you can just jump into a game and, and hope that hopefully someone's doing something that you want to do. Yeah. With, uh, I would love it if Destiny incorporated the uh, matchmaking and LFG systems into the game mm. instead of having to use like a, because the D2 PC LFG has like 400, 500,000 members in it, I think. That's a, yeah. Because that's where all the PC it's... players go to just LFG. It's, it's kind of like the matchmaking chat you guys have. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's one of, the weird thing is, because Destiny does not have like an in-game feature for something like that, so... The Destiny 2 PCFG Discord is one of the biggest Discord servers on the planet. Mm. But because of because of um, because of that, I can I can imagine. Now, the thing is, like Destiny itself, like it, it's nowhere near like one of the biggest games. But it was just so surprising that it's uh, the PCFG Discord server. It was one of the Discord servers on the planet, and I think that's duly to the fact that. It is impossible to just kind of do that kind of thing in game. I know Bungie tried to incorporate um, a guided games feature, but it never really got off the ground because of uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues with it, and maybe it's just due to the complexity of the activities you have to do within a raid that kind of prevent it from being able to be taught with virtually zero comms. I'm uh, uh, I'm just looking now, and like I'm in the um. The, the the Final Fantasy 14 server called the Balance Discord, uh, which is basically where everybody goes to like get good at Final Fantasy 14. Um, and they have online, at the very least, is 92,000 people at this point in time. So clearly not quite as big. But I can't, I can't find Yeah, but that's still until. a good amount of people online. <laughs> that, is a, that is a good amount of people online. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't find how many people because I can't scroll down through the 90-odd thousand people who are right. online just to see how many people who are offline are also joined in there, which is, you know, whatever, I don't want to do that. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's not like Discord is... Uh, okay, let's, let's talk about Discord then, because like, I guess if Discord is the place to be, what's your um, what's your experience with Discord in general? Like, I guess running your own Discord server and having to i mean are you on that every day do you, do you need to i guess you've got admins to help out right yeah so uh bert so louis is uh ad, actually an admin he just got promoted to admin uh yesterday actually from uh, uh from clan staff yeah He's been doing uh, a great I'm, job. An, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an admin now you're a discord am, admin uh, now ladies I'm watch your <laughs> lock your daughters ladies <laughs> and gentlemen would you have made him admin if you'd heard the mayonnaise stuff before this? Because <laughs> no. there's always the possibility of reversing that, I feel like. I'm just I, I feel there. like it would be unfair to reverse it now, but mm. if I had heard that before, I think it would have maybe influenced my decision. That's, okay, fair. that's fair. That's Whoa. totally fair. Yeah. Well... So, <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, I, I, I'd like to say I'm a Discord admin. I, I am f really Fuck excited yeah. to contribute absolutely nothing to society. Sure. <laughs> sure. I am. <laughs> hey, no memes in general, chat, you know? <laughs> no memes. No no memes in general, chat, chat. Yeah. Hashtag oh, uh, obese man stereotype. <laughs> big with, with big haha funny. 
Yeah, so uh, with Discord, I, honestly, the platform's great, and they've been updating it throughout the years. I just mm. wish they'd communicate a little more, because they, as a community server, Discord will push out like announcements to a set channel that you set, okay. and it'll let you know of updates. They just started doing that once they added the like community server feature, and it's awesome. But they don't let us know when they change like fundamental way settings and permissions work. Because here a few months ago, I had to go through in every single channel category and all the roles and re completely redo the permissions to the way Discord updated it. Mm. I mean, sure, I I didn't set it up the most optimal way the first time, but it worked. But with the changes that they implemented, uh, I, it basically made me have to go in and change it all to the way that... I I guess it was intended to work because it's more... Like, it's more, okay, this is turned on, meaning this person can see this, rather than this setting is not checked, yeah. so they can still see it because it's not X'd mm. uh, type thing. But Discord overall, it's, it's a great platform to have really any community. Uh, you got so much versatility when it comes to setting up a server, making channels, you know, voice chatting, high-quality audio. Uh, I love the rules. The rules is definitely one of my favorite parts of Discord because you can have them set up to like automatically give people things mm. depending on like in-game achievements too. There's a bot that'll automatically give people rules for things that they do in-game. Oh, really? How does that yeah. work? Yeah, so the uh, bot is connected to the game's API and database. So once the game registers that someone has like completed X so many uh, amount of raids then it'll give them a role mm. in the server. Like, I have Master Raider, Normal Raider, and, like, New Raider. And then roles for how many hours you have in the game. And uh, the bot will just automatically give it to them. And it's it's really a nice thing to for people to go after. You'd be like, oh, I can change the color of my name if I do that, that raid. It's pretty cool. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds, I mean, sounds interesting. I know there's a lot of stuff that Discord does that I obviously have no clue about. Um... Because I am a normal person, unlike everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting that Discord connects through with the games in that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Well, it's, it's nice to have, like, third-party things that you can use as a trophy cabinet when the game itself doesn't have its own. Sure, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, absolutely. Like, people, like, the, or the way I've started seeing it, and the way I've, I've also been sort of criticised for this mm. by by other members... And as I, I see, uh, the, there's a website called Raid Report, which tells you how many raids you've done and mm. what you've done within those raids, whether you've completed them flawlessly, whether you've done it with less than the intended, the intended amount of people, uh, whether you've cleared it day one, stuff like that. Or and just I, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I have, and I see it as a trophy case. Okay. For, for raids. Now, I love that website. Not not everyone not now not everyone does see that and some people think that it might even be a bit of a toxic attitude but <laughs> I don't think it is I, mean, I it think depends, doesn't it like the the attitude sort of is that you're you're doing it to keep track of your own achievements and not to like judge other people on theirs so like there's a in Final Fantasy there's a there's a way to count your DPS that isn't in the game because you can't count you can't count people. Holy fuck! I wish that was. I wish that was a thing for <laughs> Destiny, dude. Oh my god! You you can't count your DPS in the game. It's not a thing. But you can do it using third party <laughs> software, which is called Act. 
um, advanced combat tracker. And mm-hmm. that is illegal in Final Fantasy XIV because people use it to, and I guess this is going full circle, like to be elitist about how people are or are not performing as a DPS. Like some people obviously use it to just get better and that's fine. But some people will go, oh, the DPS is a bit low. Or, you know, yeah. like, oh, you, you could be doing better. You're not doing very good. And, like, shaming oh. people for their DPS when... Oh, sorry, you, you shouldn't, can't join. You yeah. don't have X number. You shouldn't really, like... Well, that's illegal, to be fair. And, and yeah. Square will, like, straight up block your account. But, like, that's... I guess that's kind of how it, it can be used. Is, like, you haven't done this, so... Well, the way I would treat software like that, honestly, is I would... Because I think it's it's important to know out. Because if someone wants to improve, then mm. it's a good thing to like touch upon. If you can see that someone's damage numbers are low, but it, mm. but you don't want to be an elitist about it because you know they could be you know they they could literally be anything behind it. They're new to the game. They've just they've they've not seen it in a competitive light like, like in a competitive light before. Maybe they just want to get better, and then you can use that as like. And you could use that information to advise them on how to improve as well. With that not information. If, you, if you don't know them. Like, so my, my stance on that is essentially like, if you want to use it to improve your own DPS, fair dues, go for it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to use it to track your own combat ability, cool. But like yeah. other people, and as, as you said, other people are playing for like their own reasons. So it just, all it does is, is it makes the game a toxic place. If you're going, but you're not good enough. Like yeah. you're, the, and the, that's the damage you're doing isn't that, good enough. Definitely a problem that Destiny has right now. And that's another thing that I'm like, yeah, you don't need anything. You can just join. Yeah. You know, I'll teach you. It'll yeah. be okay. But, that, you know, there's a fundamental, like, it's hard not to be like elitist saying it, but if you as the teacher can do most of the mechanics and the hard activity by yourself mm. it's easy to support the people that you're teaching of course, and yeah. teach more people and have them have an easier and more enjoyable time i don't think that's an elitist I, way. I, I think well i have a bit of a belief that i think a teacher someone who's trying to teach an activity should also have the ability to be able to carry it yeah i don't, I don't think that's not well I don't think that's an elitist way of thinking. I think that's fine. I think it's like because if you're teaching it, that means you're an expert at it, right? Because the, because the, because the problem is if you're you t- if you're teaching it, it, if you're teaching it and you're not very good, and then it doesn't yeah. finish, then that's only a feel. Then that's a big feels bad for the person yeah. you're trying to teach. Well, not only that, but it's not actually teaching them anything. Like, yeah, you're, no, you're right. teaching them. I think, either you're I, teaching I them the wrong thing, or you're teaching them stuff you don't even know. One of the things, like, taking it outside of games for a second, but, like, one of the things I learned when I started, like, leading teams in terms of work stuff is, like, you can be a good leader or a good teacher and be, like, not very good at what you're saying, but you can also be a terrible leader or a terrible teacher and be the best at what you can do. Oh, true, yeah. It's and, a like, skill set, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, an actual skill set to being able to, like, talk to another person, <laughs> which seems super obvious, but, like... There were times where I would be like asking for help from like higher ups or whatever, and they'd be explaining it in the worst possible way because they just knew what it was. Mm. They knew what they were doing, so they're just explaining it to me there, and I'm just like lost. However, I learned really quickly when I was when I was having to do it to other people how to explain it in a way where you're like, okay, you might not understand what the hell I'm saying here, so let's yeah. just put it in basic ass language. But that's not a disrespecting; it's just a no. way of explaining it because yeah. like. You know, you can be excellent, but if it's just if you know it, it's really difficult to explain to someone something you understand. 
I agree with that. And yeah. then there's another com completely other aspect where everyone learns in a different way. So like mm -hmm. one person might actually understand everything you say, and then the other person has to actually try and do it before they can really start picking anything up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've, had, I've, I've had that experience in, in games specifically before is like, I've understood something and somebody else who's also being taught hasn't. And then I'm like, oh, okay, then I'm going to have to like learn it and then also try and teach this person in a different way because my teacher can only teach in, in one way and, and they're not a particularly yeah. good teacher. So like I need to then process what they've told me as I understand and then try and teach them how to do it at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of a yeah, it's a bit of a mess. But I mean, you know, it, it, Charlie, I think Charlie's right. There's like it, it all depends at the end of the day. Like you don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. You don't necessarily need to be really good. Although I think in games you at it least helps. need to know what you're doing. Specifically, yeah, yeah, you might not be able to like carry the team or whatever, but you, you need to know the mechanics of the of the fight, for, for example, sure. or whatever. You know? yeah. Oh yeah, like, don't get don't get me wrong. Like I can probably teach people stuff. But if you got me to try and teach Destiny, I'd be lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you press the gun button and then you yeah. jump. <laughs> uh, you press R two, uh, Charlie. I'm playing on a PC. I don't care. Put your controller in first, and then we'll start talking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was so, Louis, was there anything that you specifically wanted to ask uh, Alex now that he's here about about his roles or anything like that? So, um, well, I wanted to ask you, so do you think uh, running a community has been a good thing for you? I mean, definitely. So I, <laughs> when I started this community, I was like 14 or 15. So it helped me develop social skills, really, mm. uh, from an early age when most people uh here in america they'll go to college and by the time they're taking like their graduate classes that's when they start really having to talk and interpret what other people are saying uh as you know everyday thing but having to handle every situation drama that comes up at a younger age relatively has definitely helped me develop pretty good social skills yeah. i think <laughs> well, I know you. We we have touched upon this in the past. I know you. Isn't that is something that you once uh, had a bit of an issue with? Isn't that correct? Uh it it is actually. Yeah. Or it's something you struggled with. So you think I, uh... that running this community has improved it somewhat? Because I think your people skills are actually pretty admirable, to be honest. When it comes to teaching, when it comes to like teaching other people activities. Yeah, I have a very, very high patience level, mm. and I will sit there with really anyone who's trying to learn until they can get it without sure. getting upset really at all, unless it's like an issue where they they can't click the button. That that's that's the only type of issue where I get a little a little upset because you know it's I, I'd like everyone to press mouse wand right now. Yeah. Yeah, like it's um. Yeah. <laughs> if if the issue if if the issue is um you're not shooting your gun that then there's a lot of things that have to be addressed but if it's a, if it's a mechanical issue then obviously that's going to take time that's going to yeah. take a lot of time of everyone learns differently and everyone gets comfortable with mechanics differently uh, it all comes down to how people learn and adapting to that with me running a community i've <laughs> I've started to sort of learn how to not just look at really one side of something, like an activity, an argument, 
two people just generally talking and kind of look like overhead seeing and interpreting both sides pretty much the exact same mm. and then res finding a best way to respond to any like an activity or some a conversation or anything uh in a way that would be helpful to both players or both situations so in terms of of like because i mean louis sort of touched on it and so did you like then like did you were you did you struggle with social skills or like how how in a, in a way sort of tell us how you kind of struggled and, and how you kind of how this helped you become better because from an outsider who doesn't really know you uh, you seem to be doing fine here so yeah. something's something's changed what, what what was it that what was it like before and what what has it done to so in when i was about nine i was diagnosed with uh asperger's which is a form mm. of autism so that that ended up being the reason why i was having a very hard time understanding uh like emotions, uh, why people are feeling what way when something is said sure. was very like blunt, direct. Like if I thought something, I would say it. Uh, like for example, here in elementary school, I, I remember telling it or asking a teacher how she got her job if she couldn't write the letter I okay. because she wrote the letter I differently than I did. But that's what I thought. I wasn't trying to be rude in any way. I'm like, I was like four. <laughs> that's just what came in my head. So it mm. came out of my mouth. And then she interpreted it as disrespect where sure, okay. I just genuinely did not know any better or a different way of saying things because I, I, was, pretty, I was pretty quirky, not going to lie. So <laughs> when it comes to school, it, school doesn't really teach communication skills. You're mm. sitting there listening to a lecture, taking notes, unless you're specifically taking like a speech class. And even then, it, it doesn't touch too much on public speaking talking to other people, really anything like that. So running a community uh, <laughs> gave me the opportunity to talk to many different people, whether that be like adults, uh, grandparents, uh, even kids my age or even lower. And you take all of that information and process it. And then it, it's hard explaining my thought process, but every, every situation that has happened in the past I've taken information from it and used it in the future to help me. So whether that be like someone just putting a message in chat, now I can read that and probably get a gauge on like age, uh, situation, living status, all of that. And it, it it's weird because you'll you'll hear like sure people with autism, their minds work completely different, but. So like Steve Jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But all that stereo all the stereotyping, sure it's true, but every single person individually has like a different connections basically in their head. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. Me, I've just I enjoy reading things and talking to people now more than anything because when I do that, things click in my head and it's pretty satisfying. <laughs> Fair enough. How does it um how does that affect you outside of, of games, man? Uh, well, I'm still definitely socially awkward a little bit, hmm. but uh, you know, as we all are, kind of, you know, talking to you know people you've never really talked to before, or just speaking to someone that you have talked to all the time. It's for me personally, it's I it's hard. It's really hard to explain, but now now I feel like I can just have a 
conversation with someone rather than just sitting there silently. Because <laughs> yeah. that is what I would used to do way back when. That's that's cool. And do you see yourself uh, ever at all like slipping back into? I don't know. Don't think slipping back into is the right the right phrase, but like the the sort Definitely of the same sort not. of behavior. Yeah. That you that you it, like if something that I haven't really had enough experience with or something that I haven't really seen before happens, mm. I, I'll be very like scared. I'll lock up, and I I have a few you know ticks or jitters whatever you want to call it like my eyes will shut and not open sometimes yeah. uh for a bit or i'll start blinking rapidly it's it's a little annoying especially when like yeah. games but uh yeah really uh i've kind of learned to just push through all that and mm. just go for it ask a question if i need to ask one or just respond to the situation if i need to respond to it how do you how do you cope how do you tend to cope with that sort of thing? Is it is there some sort of mental process that you go, I need to like calm down, I need to breathe, I need to you know or whatever? How do you deal with that? Uh yeah. So breathing is very very important, <laughs> and right, like right now the eye thing I was talking about that's that's happening. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> you, you remember, really... you, remember you inhale first. You in, yeah. You need to breathe. If yeah. you don't breathe. Bad, the breathing bad thing is happens. super important. Yeah, you <laughs> breathe in first, then out. It's in first. Yeah, taking a step back from anything, mm. taking a few deep breaths, and I, I feel a lot calmer. And I, I just, just did that. My eyes are okay again. And now, then sleep, super important. Sleep, super important. Water, also super important. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I also wanted to ask, like, if there are any other people who maybe listening i mean nobody listens to this but if anybody else may be listening and and sort of goes through the same sort of thing as you do you think that you would suggest um either creating their own community or joining communities as a way to to try and help combat uh or, or help them feel a bit better or you know that sort of thing uh definitely but the way you have to go about it is whatever feels more comfortable for you so I, mm. I personally, back when I had the idea of creating my own community, I, well, I had tried joining a community, but I was genuinely like frightened of having to, you know, go out, talk, and be like, hey, you know, I'm new here. I want to play the game too with you guys. Mm. And the community I joined at first wasn't exactly the best one to even try and go out and, you know, try and get involved with them. Because they were tight-knit and did not expand. They just wanted the numbers. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so definitely find something you enjoy doing, whether that be a gaming community, whether that be like a sport or, you know, chess or a game, board game, card game, whatever you enjoy. And go out, make, find a community, or even just try and make your own community, whether that be online and talk to people that have similar interests with you mm. and eventually you'll find some people that really you really click with and then that'll get you talking and the more you talk the more experiences you go through the more comfortable you're going to feel just going forward cool i mean that sounds good that sounds yeah so speaking of the whole so on the on the topic of the whole disability thing now i am a person who I've never, I don't openly admit this very often because it's not something I like to ever crutch on or use as an excuse, but I yeah. am a person who suffers from dyspraxia. Mm. Now, Same. what that means 
is that my attentiveness is is very bad and i find it really difficult to pay attention to a lot of things and it's and it's it's why i struggled in school a lot at an early age mm. because it's not it's not it's not something that a lot of teachers will understand no, until they right. won't know it all and until it's explained to them so they they all they see is a child just not paying attention mm. when that I I found that very difficult when there are so many interesting things around the room. Yeah. <laughs> so this made learning activities in a video game almost like impossible. Mm. And it was even within Destiny 2 like when it when it Game's comes so pretty. when it when it comes to like the the worst of 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 players it's like I I was a mung bear and it was and it was hard, but like, and I have to honestly say that this this was the community that really changed, like, really changed everything. And I don't even mean that as a form of hyperbole. I genuinely think the people within this community have allowed me to foster and grow and become gen what I think is as genuinely a decent player of, of, of this game. You're cracked. Like... I'm not the best, and like I never will be. But I, like, there is there is nothing like within this game that is beyond beyond me, apart from yeah. anything PvP related. Because <laughs> no way am I touching that dumpster yeah. fire. So, Lou, what I want to ask Sarah is like, because I know obviously I know that you've been part of many different types of communities in the past, particularly with different games. Um, yes. Is it? <clears throat> Do you find Destiny Two? easier to deal with due to your dyspraxia or do you feel other games are harder to deal with specifically or something like that well funny enough is that as you are well as you know i am a magic the gathering player mm. but the learning in that game is relatively is relatively a solo experience which is why i was able to adapt to that a bit more because it turns out that i am able to learn things quite quickly if I am very interested in the subject. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. So you. So when it when it came to magic, it's like there were, there there are things that I'm losing, and then when I'm losing, it's like, well, well why why am I losing? What what happened? What went wrong? Mm. And then I learned that the game is basically just mathematical, and and then the yeah. rest is basically history. Sure. But the but the community itself within Magic is is very uh, IRL, but it's very separated in a way. Like all of like you'll have a community of players that is very small, and not all of them will be as good as each other. Mm. Which is why when I play like the local Friday Night Magic or whatever at the local community shop, I will I will go and I will play whatever I want. I won't. I won't bring whatever is the best. I'll bring whatever is fun. Sure. Yeah. Because I I am aware of the people around me. Do so, but when it comes to like the good players in the community, it's like they're fairly separated, but you will see them all the time at the events and stuff. Yeah, of course. Because they are all traveling to the same tournaments you are around the country. So that is how you meet people within that game. Which is, mm. which I suppose is is not 
too dissimilar from Destiny 2, but it's very different in a lot of ways. I mean, you're not IRL for one thing. Like, do yeah. you find that, uh, that, that makes a difference? Uh, that what makes a difference? The, the not IRL yeah, thing? Yeah. Um, kind of, because I can interact, because the good thing is, is that I can interact with these people whenever whenever I want to, essentially. Mm. because it's it's an online thing and you know we don't have to be st- stood in front of each other of course yeah. to communicate it's not like uh okay so only on fridays i'll see you then type thing it's more like hey let's hop on a call and chill you know yeah, <clears throat> yeah. it's like oh flawless flawless deeps on crypto and let's get that let's just, let's just let's just do that for <laughs> sure um, I think the the sort of because I I also suffer from dyspraxia, although in a slightly different way than you. Uh, my I, mine isn't the learning thing or or attention wise. Mine's organization. Um, mm. like my organization is always a hundred percent shot. <laughs> and that's not great. Like, in in a way, do you think that that um like the dyspraxia stuff it helps you when we talk about communities do you think it it hurts or is is harder for you to get involved in communities um because in a personal thing like like going to irl places specifically um because because online slightly different i find it always difficult because sometimes i'm like i want to go in today or i can't be bothered doing this or, or whatever or like especially when it's stuff like magic um like they are all very split like there are so many people who i would be like i don't want to talk to this person because they're just not the kind of person i want to speak to yeah. or whatever you know <clears throat> so funnily enough adam so you touched upon this earlier so you know when you're talking about the mid-tier mm. players that aren't very good at the game yeah, they. I find them to be the most toxic players within the community sure. because, because just like you know, telling somebody that they're not good does not foster your community. It does no. not help the game. It does not help you. Mm. It it does nothing other than just fillet your own ego. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, telling somebody that they're not good at a game, or only exists, or only only <clears throat> rewards to drive that person out of the game and not make well, them better at all. The only time I've ever been like that is if the person in question was very mean, un- like mm. unnecessarily mean. Sure. So if you're if you're if you're not particularly skilled at a game, but you're also very mean, then that's, that's when combo. that's <laughs> when you start that's when you start getting the horns from me. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, but, for for me in PvP type things, I I will say like you're not good, but I'm not on mic with anyone. <laughs> it's it's mean but it's pvp it's it's meant for everyone to fight each other things on stake (laughs) you're also not you're also not saying it to them as well that's the difference yeah like they're They're saying it to someone and saying it to yourself is yeah they're two very different things and then yeah. and then they kill you and you're like, oh, I'm not good. Oops. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, it's like you'll notice that the best players within a game or the top players, they are not like that. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Well, a lot of a lot of the ones that stream, I found they're very very quiet, very quiet. Okay. 
Yeah, and a like, good few of them are pretty wholesome too. True. I mean, they've got nothing to prove, have they? Is I think the the point there is like they don't need yeah. to be like mouthing off because they know that they're good or or whatever. So like, there's no point to be like, oh, your shit, because <laughs> like, who's that helping at the end of the day? Like, if as like 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 Louis says, like the only reason people say it is to sort of I guess fill like their own egos or make them feel better about their own skill level um yeah so like if you are really good at the game you don't need to say it because it doesn't matter to you like you know that you're good at the game yeah so like i was actually gonna sorry uh, adam you were no no i was just like the the end of the conversation there was so you know (laughs) yeah the my so i was gonna touch upon this earlier because we we briefly touched up upon the toxicity Mm. that exists within the game and i think it's when people do it it's as if they're just trying to justify the amount of time they spend mm. or the or the amount of effort they put in in order to achieve things that they do achieve so it's so it's like you're filling your own ego by upsetting somebody else as, as a way to try and enable yourself to potentially stay in whatever unhealthy habits you are to just keep doing the same thing over and over again sure. to try and get these achievements. It's like you're trying to sort of give yourself, like, a reason to keep doing the things that you're doing. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to ask, Louis? I know there was a few things that you had on the list. Yes, I, I, had, I was interested in... Uh, so, when do you think... Because I, I think I would have joined the community after then. But when did your community kind of explode in popularity? Uh, it, it was definitely during uh, the late summer of last year. I, <laughs> I I completely flipped my sleep schedule to recruit on the forums. And I basically nonstop, just every day I just recruited. <laughs> and it was also during a good time during the game. And a lot of people were at home as well last mm. year during the summer due to the <laughs> the pandemic sure yeah, uh, yeah. As i know a lot of people who were out of work and i know a lot of people who were working but from home so they had more time to just chill at home and I'm, i know some people who just were only chilling at home <laughs> so the community really blew up last year around the late summer and there was a event where all of the raids were open and just permanently dropping loot it it was really fun. There was a lot of people raiding. It was pretty. It was pretty nice. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so and so, do you do you think do you expect things to remain the same even with the restrictions lifting in several countries? I don't know what things are looking like within the states, but. Um, as in the UK, things are kind of looking in a more positive direction. Yeah. So with the states, most everything has been open already and running as normal for the majority of the year. But with uh, other places, I know that restrictions are still in place and a lot of people are still not living, you know, what used to be normal. Uh, for the community-wise, I think... There will just be a steady increase of players as we continue just normally recruiting. And it won't, I don't think it will explode again anytime soon because 
while not everyone is at home and people are starting to progressively go out, work again, get back to, you know, the normality of just living and play the game as just a free time to enjoy playing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't think it will be a decrease. It'll just be a steady increase. But I don't, I'm not sure about an explosion of interest in the community again. So yeah. was the well, the pandemic I guess then was the was the big factor in that. So how have you been dealing with with the pandemic? Well, for for me personally, nothing really changed at all with my day-to-day. -day. I still went in person to school, came back home and chilled. I know a lot of people were still playing uh and a lot of people had online. I I didn't really change anything from what I normally do. Uh, I just needed to manage the workload so I could continue, you know, recruiting and getting more fun people to play with. Yeah, fair, fair enough, yeah. I guess. So. And that is kind of like the polar opposite for me as such as person who a year and a half ago was such a prolific magic player that I was, mm. I was, I was everywhere. Like I was never in the house. It was insane. And going from that, like it, it's compl everything's like completely changed like a year and a half ago i didn't even have a pc like i bought a pc Man. out of panic when this when the when the virus hit when the whole pandemic really started i got a pc in the first week of may mm. well i ordered it in april and i got it like the first week of may oh yeah i remember you yeah, having you're pretty lucky to go ahead and get it <laughs> Yeah, I'm having some issues with the company as well. They took a whole month to deliver, which was, and it was supposed to be like a week. Yeah, I remember that that being the case. <laughs> yeah, I will. I think I was asked about the company. I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna breathe the words of that company ever again. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, was there anything else that you were thinking of, Louis? Um. I think I had a couple of things, but I've I've kind of I've lost my my train of my train of thought slightly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but Alex, was there anything no. that you wanted to say about about just in general about about being in Destiny and and or being in in uh, the head of a community or anything like that? Was there anything you think is important for other people to know if they want to do the same thing or uh, you know? That's what um... Yeah, so when it comes to doing the same thing, I'd say just, you know, don't be mean. Mm. Accept everyone and enforce, you know, the, the respect people. Just respect everyone. Everyone has different ideas. Everyone has different, you know, cultural aspects of how what they think is normal, what they have just live around and what they do every day. Sure. So find what you want the median to be, whether that be... You know, like certain conversations or memes or whether that be just like, okay, so don't offend people. Have fun. Uh, find that median that's good for you. And then just let everyone be themselves as much as they can be without, you know, hurting other people because that's bad. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I remember uh, we used to we used to have something like a memes channel. Mm. which was for memes dumping the server. Now, the problem with having that is is that it constantly needed to be policed <laughs> mm. for, for 
anything that could be construed in any, in any negative light. Now, all of the moderators and admins are pretty thick-skinned, and not a and not a lot will will phase those people. But it's like we've got to be really on our toes to make sure we're we're not upsetting people. Of course, yeah. So I remember we ended up getting rid of that channel because it, it got to a point where it's like all this is doing is just needlessly creating more work for what is essentially just a meme dump. Yeah, mm. so now we just have, like, hey, if you have a funny Destiny meme, just post it somewhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> anyway, if it's, like, I mean, if it's on topic, then it makes sense, but no, just, like, random meme dumps, because it's, it just doesn't really yeah. fit. You have the internet for that. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you, I think that loads into something, like, how do you deal with people who are, like, being offensive and stuff like that? Like, I assume you get stuff. I, I know you get stuff, because I've heard Louie talk about it. <laughs> well, most of the time, if if people are being really toxic and really rude, it's mostly a uh, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a fixable thing, or like, hey, you know, <laughs> you said this, that's not really gonna fly here. It's not cool. It'll it'll just be like a warning, and we have like a three warning system before mm -hmm. we start banning, and that's really really generous because if you if you get one warning okay it's a very specific warning and if you have a question about it you can you can dm any of the mm. staff and then whoever issued the warning will get into contact with you and be like hey this is this is what i was trying to say in the warning so if, if you want to you know like watch what you're saying etc because it, it's 2021 it's really 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 easy to be offensive to someone without even knowing it uh <laughs> but really just having that base level of respect for other people mm. and maintaining that and you're explaining that to other people like hey yeah you keep keep this type of conversation between you and your friends that's completely fine for you guys i understand that but this is a community and we're gonna try and you know be nice to everyone here yeah that's fair. that yeah. makes sense because you, you can't really discourage what people do on their own because mm. that's their choice and they're gonna go do that no matter what they're going to talk about whatever they want, no matter what. And they're really their own person. They can do that. But it's it's like owning your business, you know. You're not going to let someone come in naked. That's not okay. Sure. You know, tell unless, them, hey. Unless you're a nudist company. Sure, right, you're right. No clothes, no entry, man. Yeah. Okay, get out. And then they'll come back with clothes. And you'll be like, okay, come on. <laughs> you, is that, so is, is that how good they come back with clothes? And you're like, that's fine. Yeah. You can, I've seen everything, but you can come in anyway. Get that checked out. That's not normal. <laughs> well, it was it was their choice to walk up. It, it was their choice to walk up. It was. You're right. But it was my choice whether or not to let them in the store. Mm. So you give them that extra chance because they've proven themselves. But then if right. they came up the next day and they were still naked, you'd be like... Yeah, it would just be like, okay... Why no, are you... Why? <laughs> why have you done this? <laughs> We might have to get the authorities involved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I've always thought it's like, in in my head though, Ark might might have a different way because I mean, I mean, he has more experience with this kind of thing. Mm. But in my head, I think it's like if you have if you have two warnings for the same thing, then that's a bit of a yeah. Then I feel like that's <laughs> a bit of the the end point. But if it's like three different warning, then but I feel like if it's two different warnings for two different things, then that's mm -hmm. a little bit more understandable. Sure, I kind of get that. I mean, I feel like if you, yeah, there's obviously a limit, and there's obviously a point where you're like, okay, well, this just crossed the boundary, and like you need to not. 
Yeah. Especially if it's someone that you know, or someone that you know doesn't mean well, or like someone that means well and, and is just not very yeah. familiar with how things work. You know, like, you get a very uh, good sense of where some people are at, um, especially when you run a community. Like, I've, I've, I've had to deal with stuff before of people being inappropriate mm-hmm. within a community. Yeah. And being like, no, look, you need to, you need to not, otherwise, like, you're out. Basically. Yeah. I remember I mean, sometimes um, people need to hear that so mm. just to know you're serious. Yeah, like yeah. I remember seeing a couple of memes and oh my god, this might put me in a negative light here. I remember seeing a couple of memes where I thought this is th- like this this could be possibly seen as homophobic if you squint real hard at it, but it's like you, sure. you, you but it's like you can't take any chances. You just can't. You've got to yeah, yeah. Every, every, everyone has a right to exist, you know what I mean? And it's just like yeah. people see things differently to how you do and that's just a fact of life. It's never okay to go out of your way to harm other people. No. It's not okay to like go out of your way to really just be rude to other people, but if you know who you are around and you know how each other thinks and, uh, you know, you're, you're lads, you've been chilling for a bit, then you know what to say around those people. Mm. Like, I'm not going to go up to a stranger and be like, <laughs> uh, the color red's ugly and they're wearing like a red shirt sure, sure. <laughs> type thing, you know? Sure, I was expecting something a bit more risque, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I like to stay very, very, very far from anything that could be taken out of. Mm. So you should as well, as someone who's <laughs> running the community. Boy, should you listen to our older episodes. Oh, God. I mean, even I mean, you, even last one's probably quite bad. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a bit of a... <laughs> well, I don't, I don't say I don't say I'll, I'll never say anything like outright horrible or homophobic or anything or anything to discriminate against anyone. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Is it not? We, never... we have a we have a we have a thing on our Twitch where people can pay to make you say something offensive, and I swear, <laughs> last time, I mean, last time it wasn't. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but I wouldn't have said have it. Let me put you that way. I have a plan for for those in future. I'm just going to say something really horrible about whoever makes that request. Jesus That's Christ. a good idea because they paid for it. They did. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm gonna, that's literally what I'm going to do. I'm just say something they, really they paid horrible. For it. They wanted this <laughs> about the person that made that request. That's, that's again, <laughs> again, like with everything I've ever said in this show. There's a difference between what I say and what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the different the problem there is that like a lot of people um, there isn't that difference between what they say and what they think. Like, a lot of yeah. people will say certain things that are homophobic or racist or whatever, and, like, they will actually be thinking that as well. They're like, no, I am right in saying that all of this type of person is a horrible... Yeah, well, the, the point is, is that the, the line between what could be a joke or what could be genuine, the line feels sometimes very thin, Yeah. where it's like someone was joking, but it... Where, where someone is just joking, but it's like, they say that in a way, it's like, are you, you, you serious? Yeah, I think the the answer to that is always explain the joke. Ex- explain the joke to me. Where's the bit of that that's funny? And right. then if they if they come to you and go, uh, oh, I guess it wasn't funny. You go, well, yeah, yeah. You know, what you said and, is, and it's good for horrible. people to really understand that as well. Mm. I mean, do you? I, I mean, you said you, you you deal with people from from all sorts of ages, but I assume. Um, 
you deal with with people who are younger as well and like is there a lot of that kind of thing in the younger people uh i'm they're still they're still learning in general so it's more like trying to help them understand what is okay from however old they are mm. and then for for example we, we have had some some little ones come in and they they did a little trolling they thought they were funny sure. i was like hey you know we're not gonna we're not gonna do that okay sure you might think it's funny your friend group might think it's funny but it's not gonna fly in the community and yeah. then you know they kept it up and i'm like all right i'm gonna have to let you go man sorry sure, yeah. I, I gave you that shot this ain't gonna fly <laughs> have you had people who who have come in like that who've uh, who've changed yes actually uh the the king pytha guy mm. from the um the fall steepstone crypt that i was talking about earlier he was a massive meme lord and sure. had no filter and i was like all right all right that's not gonna work that's not gonna work you have to tone it to tone it way down all right mm. and uh you know after a few weeks he finally established that line and he, he has not crossed it. He's but he's been great. He's a really chill guy to play with. He's funny, uh, but it it really he needed to figure out what was okay and what wasn't okay in a community yeah. server. Yeah, I got that. But once he got it down, he you know he respected the rules. Oh, I'm I'm so making him listen. Player. I'm so making him listen to this. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I think that's probably uh, everything we have time for. Um, just about. Uh, thank you very much, Alex, for, for coming on. Um, is there anything that yeah. you want to promote? Anything that you want to get out there to the world and say, this is this is what I do, this is who I am? Of course. If you play Destiny 2, mm. come join us at discord.gg slash TTS. Mm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, uh, what, what about you personally? Do you have anything you wish to personally promote? Nope, not at all. <laughs> oh, no. That means he's given up. No, nope, haven't given up. Oh. You'll find it at discord.gg slash TTS. Oh, there we go. Smooth. <laughs> uh, Louis, where can we find you? What are you doing? Uh, I don't really do much of anything at the minute. I have uh, Berticus95 as my Twitter handle. Mm. Don't, really, don't really use it a whole lot. I am a part of... <clears throat> I am a part of the the Destiny community that that Ark has mentioned, and I am an admin on the service. So if you wish to play Destiny and feel feel like you want to just hit somebody up, please uh, send me a message, and I will I'll be more than happy to see what I can do. Sounds good, uh, Charlie. What are we? What, what what are you? What are you? What what are you? What am I? Uh, just a tired guy. <laughs> <laughs> Infinitely tired. Uh, I'm enjoying there not being West Ham stuff, so I've got nothing to promote apart from it. I top lad on Twitter, but you know, mm. it's nice. It's nice not having to deal with dickheads for, <laughs> for long periods of time during mm. the drink. Yeah, I think it's really funny that we've we've had this this uh, this discussion actually because like between the three of us, or at least between me and Charlie as well, I think we are sort of big parts of of communities that have lots of stuff going on in them or have been big parts of communities who had lots of stuff going on in them yeah. um so i guess there's a lot to like that we can kind of relate to in terms of of, of what you do um although oh, you know like yeah. hearing, hearing you lot talk about like how to deal with people in a community yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like 
I'm just having flashbacks to every flipping live stream where there's 200 people and some of them are just the worst human beings on the planet. <laughs> How you can deal with that on the fly. It's like, it's mad. Mm. It's mad. But yeah, at Atop Bad Twitter, you just, uh, there's nothing there, but you know, have a look. <laughs> Some you know, I, t- words. I, t- I tweeted out a Led Zeppelin song yesterday. Go listen to it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me at uh, Herde Noise on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Rabbits Ahoy on Twitch. And also come join us on Sometimes Video Games stuff everywhere. We've got our Twitch, Sometimes Video Games, YouTube. We've also got a YouTube Shorts channel now, which is uh, doing all right. <laughs> doing better than it should is the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, you can go sub to that if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Alex. Uh, it's been a pleasure and um, a privilege. Thank you very, soon. thank you very much for taking the time to do this. Yes, it's been good. Of course, of course, it's uh, been great. And for you everyone listening, awesome. thank you very much for listening, um, and we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.